0: How is it going everybody? This is Sean Barnes. I want to welcome you to episode 3 of The Way of the Wolf. The focus of today's episode is actually going to be about the importance of having and maintaining a positive mindset, especially if you are in a leadership position. Now, this is something that, admittedly, I have struggled with quite a bit over the years. Uh, The majority of my career has been in the oil and gas industry, and as many of you probably know, this is a highly volatile industry to operate in. When things are good, they're fantastic, and when they're bad, they're really, really bad so the past two downturns that we've been through have been extremely challenging for our industry. We've had for the first time in history the price of oil actually went negative early in 2020 and I mean that was absolutely unprecedented. And when we look at our organization as a whole during this downturn, we had a let go of about 65 65- 60 to 65% of our team, which again, was very challenging for us to do. And as a leader, it can be very difficult to maintain a positive mindset when you're faced with situations and circumstances like that. So what we're going to talk about today is a few little thoughts, tips, and tricks on how to help when you're faced with challenging times and if you really think about it, and you think about strong leaders that you've encountered in your career or your life, I'd be willing to bet money that they had a positive mindset. This is something that's so crucial and critical whenever you're leading a team. It just you cannot overlook the importance of it. And then plus the other thing is you know, focusing on on being happy because quite frankly being miserable just sucks. And nobody wants to sit and and be a grumpy bear and be miserable all the time. Like that's just that's no way to live your life. So when you start to focus on the importance of mindset and working with your team and making sure that your head is in a good place so that you can lead your team and make people want to be a part of your team and want to work with you. Self-awareness is the first area that you need to focus on because many times it's easy to get trapped into a situation where you're, you're extremely frustrated. You feel like things are out of your control and you just can't do anything to address issues or, or challenges. And once you find yourself in that situation, it is very important for you to recognize it and address it as quickly as possible Whenever I have coaching conversations with individuals and, and they're struggling, they're kind of circling the drain. Part of what I talk to them about is, is acknowledging what's going on as soon as possible. And an analogy that I like to draw is it's kind of similar to drowning. If you're, imagine yourself kind of at, at water level and you're splashing around and flapping your hands around and trying to stay above water, you get a, a breath of air every now and then. If you figure out what's going on and identify a way to move your hands back and forth and tread water while your head is still above water, it's much easier to pull yourself out into a position where, into a situation where you can breathe, focus on what you need to do to solve any given problem. However, if you keep splashing around and then head ends up going underwater, you end up getting three, four, five, ten 10 feet down, it is extremely difficult to pull yourself back up from that point. That's something that, that I, I just can't stress this enough. You have to be able to identify what's going on early on in the conversation or situation that you're faced with. Once you've identified what's going on, Then you need to start shifting focus and thinking about how your actions are impacting those around you, especially if you're on a team or working on a project with others. Because what happens is that negativity is is like cancer. It spreads and it can be very toxic to a team, a business, or an organization. So once you recognize what's going on, the onus is on you to shut it down and stop as quickly as you possibly can. So let's take a minute to talk through a few different ways that you can actually do this. For me, one of the things that i found to be most successful is taking time and forcing yourself to detach. And what I mean by that is, uh, I'm going to share an example for me. Every year around the Christmas and New Year holiday, I try to take about two weeks off and it gives me an opportunity to completely unplug, unwind, unwind. Uh, I try to not focus on work or deal with anything work-related at least as much as possible. Now, I can't always achieve that, but I try my absolute best to achieve that. And I'll focus on uh, woodworking projects or working on my car or my bike or something like that. And it really just helps me take my mind off of the stressors and pressure that I've been experiencing at work. And to, to kind of delve into that example a little bit further, we all know how difficult 2020 was. And for us and our HR team, um, we were obviously not immune to the issues and challenges that came with a pandemic and working for an oilfield services company. And throughout the year, the morale of our team has had its ups and downs. I think we actually managed fairly well, all things considered. But towards the end of the year, it started getting getting a little bit more challenging. And I had to I had to force myself to detach because I came to the realization that I was getting sucked into a lot of the issues, a lot of the challenges, and I was not able to aid in bringing people out of the, the challenges that they were facing. So I took some time off. And what I found after coming back was that I was much more clear-headed and able to take a calm and collected approach to helping members of the team solve some of their challenges. It was a bit of a realization event for me because I didn't see how bad things had gotten until I forced myself to detach, step away, and then come back a week or so later and, and realize, hey, this is things have gotten really bad. And at the end of the day, I also realized that it was my fault, which is tough. But it is part of the burden of leadership. If you've got issues and challenges on your team, it is 100% your fault. It doesn't matter if it's one, two, three, five uh, engineers or individuals. It it, it doesn't really matter. If there's problems on your team and you're the leader, it is your fault. You've got to figure out how to solve those problems. In any event, coming back, I was able to take a, a different approach to conversations and was able to help guide people through some of the challenges and issues that they had been been experiencing. And I think we're, we're kind of on a better path and, and starting to make progress. Um, now, if you are in a position where you don't have the ability to step away for one, two weeks at a time, I'd say the next thing you really need to focus on is is looking at the things that you can actually control and focusing your efforts and energy there. When you work part of a large, whenever you work for a large organization, you're probably only going to have a a circle of influence around a certain realm, and you may see issues that are frustrating and challenging that are outside of your circle of influence, and as difficult as that can be to see those things and to hear what's going on, you have to be able to realize what you can impact and what you can't. And when you see there's something going on that you, you don't have any control over, you really need to focus on make sure you get your own house in order first. So focus on what you can control and make sure that you're making a positive impact in that arena as opposed to worrying about other issues that are going on in the organization. You know, another thing to focus on is, is creating an environment where people want to work with you. Now, this kind of stems back to your positive mindset because nobody wants to work with a grumpy bear. Nobody wants to work with somebody who's always negative, always frustrated and, and always complaining. So again, you as the leader, you have to create that positive mindset. You have to create that environment where people want to work with you. Now, that's probably a a topic for uh, another episode. We could probably delve into that for quite a good bit of time. But it's important to remember that you are here to serve your team. That is your role as a leader. So whenever you espouse that philosophy and take that approach and step into every conversation with, hey, I'm here to help you. What's your problem? Okay, well, we're going to work through it together. Let's do this. That helps in creating that environment where people want to work with you. Also, you have to remember that it's not about you. You can be as frustrated as you want, but you have to table those emotions, set them to the side, and focus on the challenge at hand with the business or, or your team. And then also remember the importance of developing everyone around you. Now, all all three of these are kind of in the same vein, but it helps contribute to that environment where people want to work with you. And especially if you have a positive mindset and you're in a good mood and you're helping them grow, that's what this is all about. And whenever you start doing those things, it turns you into a force multiplier, which is kind of a big phrase that I've, I've started using recently, and it's extremely powerful. I really like that. And when you look at your role as a leader, that is one of your more, most important roles is being that of a force multiplier, making sure that everyone on your team is outputting as much as possible. All right, so I'm gonna go ahead and start working on wrapping this up a little bit. Things to remember as a leader, you want your team to be at their absolute best at any given time. You do that by setting the tone and setting the example. You lead by example. And if you are constantly focusing on the good, or the silver lining that always exists, I am adamant that there is always a silver lining to every challenging situation that you may be faced with. If you focus on that, people will follow, and they will like following you, and they will trust you, and they will know that your head and heart are in the right place, and you are going to lead them to success. Now, some of these things lead towards building a strong culture for your team. Some of the things that we've talked about are all elements of of building that strong team culture. And then finally, when you think about the importance of a positive mindset, it can absolutely supersede skill sets, technical aptitude, or ability in in any given role. I've seen countless individuals that were Wildly successful. And when you have conversations with them, you realize that they're not an expert in their craft. They're not off the charts brilliant, but they are very driven and have that go getter positive mindset all the time. So don't think that you have to be the smartest one in the room or that you have to be the most experienced in the room. It's about mindset and driving your team to be the best versions of themselves. Okay, so I'm gonna go and wrap this up. I really hope this has helped everyone out. If it has, please like, subscribe, share all of that fun, fun stuff. I really appreciate your time. Thank you so much. And I will see you guys again next week.